0: Jennifer doesn't know this, but you're not taking Taco, are you?
1: To the new house? Yes. Yeah. Taco's going
0: to a farm <laughs> upstate. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, he'll be he'll be fine. We we plan on keeping our dog. Taco?
0: Yeah.
2: Taco's not a dog. <laughs> no, seriously. Oh, Taco can go run in the woods. Taco will do great. Taco
1: well, is a really really loud cat. I mean, his, a Gizmo is Taco's doppelganger. Hey there, my name is Scott Duvall and welcome to episode 88 of the wait Since Last Saturday podcast. Now, this episode could be described as an ending to our second season of the show. My co-hosts, Will Leach and Tony Waller and myself, we sit down to reflect on some of our favorite episodes that we have recorded over the past couple of years. Also, we do touch a bit On UGA football, but it's June. So we allow ourselves to dive a little bit deeper into a few more sports topics that just won't get much attention once July, August and September hit. So what do we talk about? We discuss Atlanta United. (laughs) Yes, that's soccer. We're talking about soccer on this podcast episode. Never thought. Even a couple of months ago, we would spend a significant amount of time discussing soccer on the show, but my views have changed after seeing how much my sons are into their new hometown team. Plus, the atmosphere is very college-like, and the team is pretty good. So I think you'll find the conversation quite entertaining. Another topic we wade into are the Braves. Well, more specifically, SunTrust Park, their new stadium they built out in Cobb County, I went this past weekend with my kids, and in a word, we had a blast. And I wanted to share with you some of the points of interest around the park itself and Um, some other opinions that i have about the new location and then of course will and tony have their own opinions which they jump into as well it is a long episode this episode i'm just going to go ahead and warn you it's about an hour and 15 minutes long but we set a very fast pace throughout it and cover those topics and more and topics we think you'll want to listen to so without further ado here we go
0: Oh, this is completely true. You should not get you should not get taco wet. The,
1: yeah, midnight. the the, the kids feed them after midnight. Or feed
0: me after that. the oh. kids
1: did watch Gremlins and they yeah. they seem to have a problem. Did they
0: like Gremlins? No, no. Sure
1: the no. After they turned bad, right. after they fed him after midnight, they wanted to, they didn't want to watch anymore. Oh, so
2: they were scared. Yeah. Oh, that's good though. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Oh, yeah. they were scared. I was afraid they were just like. They were really bored. I took the kids to see E.T. We yeah, 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 the yeah, yeah. My daughter won't oh, see so won't watch it. It was so I'm so I missed that. It was so good. Your daughter's weird about E.T.
0: No, and I figured out what it is, actually. It's the fingers. The free is free. So, we're going to take her to see signs when it comes out. And, uh, hey, wait, since last
1: Saturday, yeah, this is episode 88. 88. Wow. I've been in touch with some people lately. Uh, new venture Mm -hmm. coming down of where I'm going to be producing a couple of different companies and people's podcasts. Glad
2: glad to see that. Congratulations. Yep. Yep. So,
0: you could, you're no longer retired. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, soon. I mean, you're going to be unretired soon. Soon, soon I'm going to be unretired, but it's, the biggest uh, aha moment I get when I'm kind of going through talking to them about it because, you know, usually they're asking me about all these basic questions to me. But, you know, I don't act like it's basic because they don't know. They know that. Plus, you're the, getting paid for it. So. Right. Right. The consulting fee is nice. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing is most people <clears throat> are very, very interested in podcasting and think that it's just you know the barrier to, for cost of entry and everything. <laughs> Clearly, since we do it. Yes. It is the
0: The bar to entry is high.
1: Right. But the biggest aha moment or like, oh my goodness moment is when I say that we've done 87... That we've done eighty-seven episodes <laughs> of this podcast, and then it even strikes me, Will finds that to be very spe- specious. <laughs>
0: sorry, <laughs> Will finds that to be specious and yes. hard to believe. I can't so, believe it. I, it seems like seven hundred and fifty.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm patting ourselves on the proverbial back. <laughs> yeah. Will, Will can't even contain I'm himself. Sorry, but, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm 87 sorry. Eighty-seven episodes. This is number eighty. It's really awesome. It's I really mean, awesome. from that, and it started that day. We were watching the World yep, Cup. World Cup mm-hmm. over at what's that place? Grindhouse. Grindhouse. Yeah, yeah. and we were like, hey.
0: Let's do a podcast. Well, it's funny. I think what happens, you and I were you and I were talking back and forth, It's like, "Hey, I'm." I'm well, doing I was
1: actually. Like, we were talking back and forth. By us, I was saying, "Hi, I'm Scott." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm Tony, and uh, so we said we're
0: talking. And it was like, I think one of us made some comment. Hey, we should think about doing a podcast. And Will literally over their shoulders, like, "I do a podcast." And am like, "I look this guy's like, all right, we're not missing this. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fun, man. Like, you know, for me, one of the things that was very exciting. I, I today, literally."
2: Wednesday of this week, I will have lived in Athens for four years.
0: Congratulations, man. We
2: closed four years ago on Wednesday. And, you know, this is now our third season of doing this. And the first year, uh, the World Cup that year was when my younger son, Wynn, was born. And so, as you guys may remember, the first year is nothing but fog and poop everywhere. It's like you're
1: a redshirt freshman. Yeah, it's
2: just like, you know, it was a really, that year, the first two years in Athens were just a little bit of fog. With
0: fewer watermelon shooters at at Firehouse. Yes. Right.
2: but, But more... Every other disgusting liquid that a, that a little person can produce, and so, but no, so for me, I was excited to like you know I, at the time I was still trying to get comfortable with Athens. Athens, I was still trying to like. To me, I was so fascinated by the relationship that people have with Georgia football. I was getting into it. I was starting to, to really get. And so for me, this has been. Uh, informative for me, not just on Georgia football, but about fandom uh, in general. So I am having a blast doing this. So, in other words, we're going to do a season three, right?
0: One
1: hundred
2: percent. Yes, yes. Yeah. this okay. is the
1: last episode of season two. I it, guess we'll it, have a big hubbub about it or something. To the
2: cliffhanger at the end. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Season yes. two, unfortunately, was not all a dream. It actually <laughs> do did some happen, kind of twist. It was not peaks. Phoebe's dream,
0: yeah. actually. There, there,
2: fever there, dream. There are certain there are certain episodes. I was thinking back. Certain episodes I'd rather not re-listen to.
1: So, what, what's your favorite? off the top of your head, Waiting for Society podcast episode.
2: My, I don't remember the exact number. My favorite one is the one where we had the big discussion after the move, after they fired Rick and then went with Kirby. Because I, for me, it was as I said, it was kind of an emotional thing. Like, I believe Georgia when they talk about how there's a Georgia way and we do things differently and Rick represented that to me. So when they made that move to Kirby, that felt like a clear shift in that direction. And I kind of needed to talk through that a little bit, and you guys kind of talked through
0: me on that one as well. 69, am I right? Nice. No, I think that's right, though. I think the yeah. one where, um, if not, it was certainly among – there was three or four right after that leading up to the bowl game that – I think I agree that is that was probably. the transitional period for the program yes trans- and- I mean but it but it also fundamentally I think we were seeing a sea change and it's probably still going on but the way fans viewed Georgia, their Georgia fandom and that is we had I think we progressed from the old way, the quote-unquote, maybe the Georgia way of looking at it, of okay, are we are we going to be complacent with really good, or are we going to go and decide, okay, this is what we do. We're going to go. Is there, is there a path forward for us to go and win a national championship while still doing holding on to some of the vestiges. And I think the jury's still out on that. and yeah. That's frankly why I think we're coming back and doing season three.
1: Yeah, Well, interesting. I think the title of that podcast episode was What Exactly Is the Georgia Way? Yeah, I think you're and right. I, I would also consider, and going back to when I'm talking to people about podcasts, I, I say basically there's two types you can do. Well, there's multiple types, but we do a, a periodical if you will, a podcast where nobody's gonna go listen to our Tennessee preview. Right. Well maybe Bernie Dog would, but um <laughs> of out for Bernie Dog. Yeah. I mean he's still with us. But, but I that. tell them I'm, I tell them, you know, try to create evergreen content, something that would be as relevant in a year from now as it is when you publish it next week. And I think that episode that y'all are referencing mm. is one of the few evergreen content uh, episodes that we really have. You know, what is the Georgia way?
2: And one that is definitely not an Evergreen episode and one I do not want to go back and listen to. I don't want to go back and listen to the preview to the Alabama game. No. In which, like, we were so rosy and so excited. I actually did not pick Georgia to win that game. Mm-hmm. But I almost did it apologetically. It was less about my excitement about Georgia and more about, is Saban really going to lose two in a row? It's hard to imagine that happening. But we were so in on that yeah. game. and. Don't. Was, so
0: don't listen it, to that one again. It's interesting. I that same week did a um, podcast with whatever the SP Nation Alabama Warriors Alabama um I can't, I can't I can whatever it is RBR look it up, I'll find it. RBR. You know, one of the 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 recurring conversations, they were convinced in the same in the same way we were cautiously convinced that we would win, they were cautiously convinced they would lose. And when you go back and look at some of those um some of those podcasts it's it's kind of crazy when you think about <laughs> think with all that and you know to considering that Alabama didn't lose
2: another game until the last game the, of the, the championship, game, championship game yeah yeah like five the months ago, five months ago. game right
0: so yeah, but I think the thing that I will I will say that we've done really well um, and this this is going to be both self congratulatory and self indulgent I think we've admitted we were wrong and that's something you don't get a lot of times in podcasts because. By their very nature, podcasts go away after you listen to them. That's right. Um, so you can, I mean, yeah, you can go by to SoundCloud, iTunes, or uh, Google Play. Read, write, and review, please. And you can go and, and figure out, okay, yeah, well, Tony said this dumb thing, which is not hard to do. Or, you know, Will or, Will or Scott said this dumb thing. If that's what you want to do. But honestly, if you listen to the next week, we are like, oh, we really blew that. Because I remember the week after the Alabama game, you know, we kind of were dragged tailing in here with the whole, it's all good. All of our, you know, goals are still in yep. front of us. But we did spend some time with some culpa.
2: Yeah. And it was also uh, j- just a general shift across the board. Yeah. I think after that loss yeah. of, of everyone understanding. <clears throat> I mean, it's funny. Some would say it was the Florida game that year was that, that kind of showed. <laughs> Uh, Rick's we fate. did
1: our, our special episode yeah. where Tony called me and was like, hey, they're
2: starting BALTA. <laughs> yeah. That, so, uh, but that was the definitive, like at that moment, if there was a moment where all of Georgia football changed, I, I mean, I I think it was that Alabama game. That was the, the realization we have like a really long way to go and we thought we didn't and I think that it was a pretty good sign of it and so that's what they're going for now. You, again, as you say, Tony, you can make an argument uh, whether or not that goal is being achieved, and whether they're You're going the right direction. But certainly, I do find it undeniable that that is the direction now.
0: Well, I mean, I think that last those last games after I think that game was October sixth or seventh, fifth sixth or seventh, twenty fifteen. Yeah, um, I, I think if you were to look at that second half of that season, you know, looking back in hindsight, it's nearly always twenty twenty, you can see some of the you, you can see the cracks in the armor all the way across the board, right. Um, even even the tech game was it was a i think a thirteen seven win, but it was just ugly, and the team was uninspired. you know I tried to get in that that was the first time I've ever been able to get in a game because there were a lot of tech and Georgia fans that put tickets in their pockets and just didn't come um so when you look back on it, it's not hard to argue that you can say that that was uh that that wasn't really even the nail in the coffin that was just a i guess a a post mortem on the on the patient yeah. um and, and, you know, I, who knows? We might still be doing this in five years, and we could have three national championships by then, or we could be yeah. on Coach Mike Bobo. I mean, man, and it's – it's I, honestly, right now, I – can't I can't really I think I, don't I know, know which, which is more likely I right? think I don't know which one's more likely I think it's I think it's more likely that Kirby Smart will be still be here five years from now but no, then, I but
2: I would say that it's more likely that there's Coach Mike Bobo within three national championships
0: yeah hundred <laughs> percent yeah and I think that was that, that that's getting looking forward that's what we have to be careful about um
2: and that that's one thing I would say that is not different about the rigged era or yeah, the Kirby yeah, era yeah. is the way fans are yeah like I you know I one of my frustrations with the rigged firing. Was this since I remember we talked about this on that episode? But Seth Emerson put up that poll on Twitter uh-huh. saying, Do you want Mark Rick fired? After all, you know, people were furious, people were losing their minds, people are so angry about Rick. And he does this poll, and like 75% of fans do not want him fired. Yeah, and you know, that is generally the argument, which was, uh, Is it the people that are most angry and are the loudest? that are making the decisions around here? Or or is the argument that the people that are not doing that are too complacent and don't care enough? Clearly, that latter argument, one, we'll see which direction it turns.
0: That comment brings up a more interesting point. A couple weeks ago in your newsletter, you talked about, and I never thought of it this way, but you talked about... Thang- T- Tinyletter.com slash William F. Leach. You can subscribe. I, 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 write you, up- I 100% should go because, you know, I don't know if you know this, but Will is a very productive... Um, I hate to use the term media personality because it makes you sound like a Kardashian, but he, he is very <laughs> productive. I mean, he routinely turns I am out. I'm also our Kardashian. <laughs>
3: he, he is actually
0: a Kardashian. But he, I mean, you turn out six to eight, 1200 to 1500 word pieces a week. Yeah, plus the newsletter. Uh, plus the newsletter, plus anywhere from four to seven podcasts. So, uh, you know, but the newsletter actually succinctly breaks it down. Yeah. And w- you know, one of the things you talked about. I guess two weeks ago now was how you viewed fandom as your beat, and I never thought of it that way. But that's a very good way of putting how what your work is, which led me to think about you know G- Georgia fans, and, and Georgia fans are. We are unique in how we view, particularly in the Athens area, how we view our relationship with, the, with Georgia, like you talked about at the beginning right. of the podcast, but we are not unique to any major collegiate athletics, or in, in some pro athletics, and certainly when you start talking about professional soccer, um, or, or maybe maybe NFL um, and professional baseball in some cities. So when you think about it, you know we are, as a body politic, Georgia fans, right? And we we all kind of want some of the same things, but it's always interesting to me when you go out and talk to people because the kind of recurring theme is, what is Georgia football going to be in 2017? You know, are we going to have another bad season where we're eight <laughs> and four? And and I'm not going to argue that the eight and four season we had was bad. and But would it have made any difference if we'd stop Tech, stop Vandy, and stop Tennessee and turned out to be 11 in in, in two or three? Because we... What I want to see
2: it, Or if you lose to Nichols and you Or lose. if you lose to Nichols no,
0: no, that's a good point That's a yeah, good point yeah. Look, we are not going to make predictions tonight Because I think it's ridiculous to make predictions in June And frankly, we're not in the content production business And, and click hitting, so we don't have to
2: We'll, but we'll, we'll wait to make our baseless predictions We'll make August. We'll make baseless predictions <laughs> like the day before games
0: And um, the, the, one of the things, though, is that it, Even, and this will be a cop-out Let's say we finish 11-2 or 8-4 well, if the if the four teams are two undefeated teams that play in the SEC championship, a Notre Dame team that makes the college football They're playoff, not good this year. what I'm saying is, and then a Tech team that plays for the ACC championship, but we look really good and we play competitive in all of our games, and we don't we don't fiddle fart around with teams like Nickel State and like over pursue on the backside when you got to stop Georgia Tech and give up 95 yard kickoff returns to Vanderbilt. I'm going to count that as progression. Progress. Yeah.
2: I, I have to say, I'm glad you will. I don't think others will.
0: No, I, I don't think say. others will. I, but I I'm, I'm staking my position now right, right. in June so that when people start screaming about this, if they do, I can say back, you know, point back to June, whatever today is when Scott gets it out Monday night. And um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I can point back to that. It's like, look, I, I don't, these things are absolutely relative wins and losses while they may not save Kirby Smart's job, and I, by no means I think Kirby Smart's in any danger, but I'm saying wins and losses are kind of the ultimate arbiter, but if we're progressing forward as a football team over what clearly was not our best effort last year, I'm going to be okay with it.
2: And I would make the argument that I would feel that way if last year didn't seem to have some pretty glaring. Like that, the way you describe this season is the way I think most fans would have been okay with last season. Sure, like the idea where you see that, you see those disappointments, but you see the clear improvement. I think the problem that people would have, and I frankly you know I mean I tend to be more forgiving on this stuff than a lot of other people, but I think i would I would find that to be a disappointment. I think you're clearly the division uh, favorite, and it's not like Florida or Tennessee is overwhelming or terrifying. This seems to be set up for them you've got Chubb and you—you uh, you got these running backs back. Right. You've got all. You've got all this stuff coming in. You've got the Stevens that should be better. Uh, you've got them saying we understand the problems of last year and we're trying to fix it. While yes, intellectually speaking, if Georgia Tech turns out to be really good, Notre Dame turns out to be really good, and they and they fall just short in against Florida or whatever, whatever. one of those games or Auburn or so on. I you can say that, but I and Scott we've talked about this with the, when it generally comes to Atlanta sports teams. I don't think there's any question that the overwhelming reaction to that would be Georgia fallen short again. Even even if they play great, even if they lose valiantly, I think it'd be hard to argue. And I'm curious, Scott. I'm curious, Scott. I'm curious your thought on this in the wake of the Falcons' loss. I think the Falcons' loss cemented some stuff for some people. You've told me in the past. The Atlanta fans feels feel cursed. I'm like, you guys are crazy. What are you talking about? I kind of get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of get it after that, and I feel like that leads to a sense of fatalism that I I can't help but think Georgia's going to have a little bit of an issue with.
1: I'm I'm a fatalistic Georgia fan, Atlanta sports fan, but in only in season. Like right now, <laughs> I am as optimistic as they come. Right now, <laughs>
0: that's a fair point.
2: But, and, but see, that is a fundamental aspect of fatalism, though.
1: Oh, if is you, it?
0: See, if I don't you even are know.
2: Truly fatalist. You, if you were, I mean, if you were truly, if you weren't fatalist, you would just go all around being like, you know what, I don't give a crap anymore.
0: Right. No, I think like like we're going to f- go 12 fatalist has to No, that's carry. a nihilist, right?
1: Huh?
2: Yeah, that's a nihilist. That's nihilist. what I'm saying. No, a true, but a fatalist is someone that believes. Like, you're back up believing it.
1: I am. I <laughs> think I think the Falcons are going to be this year's Clemson or next year's Clemson team. You know, lose in the championship game, win it the next year. Yeah. You know, this the, makes you
2: not a true fatalist, then you're right.
1: The you're Warriors right. lost yeah. to the Cavs, even though they won it the year before, but. Then they come back and win. And I think, what, the Penguins had lost in the yeah. Stanley Cup finals, and then they came Clemson back and
2: Clemson did. North Carolina just lost the national championship game in basketball. Right. and They came back and won.
1: Right. See, there's, yep. a, there's a pattern Kansas here.
0: City did that in the World Series a couple years ago. And uh, let's be clear. I, and I don't like North Carolina winning the national championship, but they saved us from a South Carolina national championship in basketball. <laughs> we, would, we would be true. hearing about that
2: for a long
0: Oh, we're going to hear about their Final Four for a long time. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but South Carolina is a preseason favorite in their minds for the
1: SEC East. <laughs> so, that was a good conversation. Was it? I thought so. No, I, I think got, so. Okay. I think so because... I, I trust I, y'all. You know, I, we, we don't for really... For
2: podcast in the middle of June, I thought that was a pretty yeah, rich you know, topic.
1: And and that kind of segues into the fact that we don't really have a main theme or topic for today's show. We were kind of reminiscing uh, for the first 20 minutes on this podcast and diving into a little bit of Georgia stuff. But, Will, I, I made... Notes on my Google. Is this where we talk app.
0: about eighties movies?
1: Not no. yet. Okay. Not yet. Maybe later, because I do have a movie question later okay. at the end. So I, I was, it was Saturday afternoon. Uh, I got tickets to the Braves game from my gracious uncle. Go see him over at Marriott Toyota. Buy yourself a Toyota over there. Um, he he called me with some tickets, and so I took my four kids. I don't have four kids. Wow! I had four you tickets. Two kids. You have two kids. You have two kids. You have like, kids, right?
0: you
2: have four kids, there is one person in this house that you are doing an excellent job of hiding, and it must be very embarrassed But like, you know, we're gonna read in like ten years that when, when the Duvall the, the infamous
0: closet child of the Duval family, I've seen this. It's about a family in Virginia, right? The kid, the the people under the people under the, the, the yeah. stairs. Yes, we're just. Like, so you, you have, just you like, have throw jacket. down
2: like like once a week you throw down a big lamb shake <laughs> and, and the bone I think it's, comes I back. I think it's I think it's a week. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> next, you, next thing you say you have two daughters. Yeah. I don't get it.
2: Sure, sure. Okay, sorry. Your quote unquote three, three children. Kids. Yes, go on. <laughs> oh, my. Right. I think I got him. Big, I can't big, story.
0: Things one, two, three, and four. And I don't know why number four looks like that guy from IGN.
1: I always
2: wonder what think the hell, I- He keeps saying it's howling in the wind. It's a storm.
1: Mark Ricks lost control of this podcast, I'll tell you what. Or my children. I have three children. Sure. Sure, you do.
0: Whatever. Let's go with that.
1: Am I ever going to be able to live this down? No. Um, I had four tickets.
0: Hey, whatever you tell the IRS is your <laughs> yeah, thing. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so you you so have, we're gonna have to leave you have four home. tickets Please and you left your fourth kid trip. at home with your <laughs> wife who was in Mexico.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, uh, <laughs> I went to the Braves game. Yes, um, I'm not sure where I'm going with this now. Um, it was great. We had a good time. Um, <laughs>
0: Do I, is it too late to make a Jim Palmer joke? <laughs> yes, yes. yes. We'll go, go so, on
1: go on. So I made some notes, um, and on the way back from the Braves game. I'll get to SunTrust Park in a minute, but on the way back, I was struck by the fact that I was listening to the Atlanta United game on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And think back to, what, six, seven episodes ago, and I was being the... The brah, Yeah. Like, soccer, know, you know, whatever. Is um, that Division Two? Exactly. So I, I was struck, you know, as I was coming down 316, and... Mm. My two boys in the back. You know, my daughter could care less, but my two boys and the fourth kid that was in the (laughs) trunk. The fourth kid in the trunk tied to the roof. (laughs) They
2: call they call her spare tire to fall. She's wrapped up in a circle. (laughs) Oh man!
0: (laughs) Just sit back there. I know it's hot, but what if something happens in one of Daddy's tires? (laughs) <laughs> so so my prediction is At some point this season They're going to break out a play To a player that has not played But three 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 plays oh, All like that's season That's the ball's fourth kid Spare <laughs> <laughs> tire
2: Okay sorry Go ahead Well go ahead.
1: I was listening to the game Because the boys wanted it To listen to it I was, kind of, I was really proud That they wanted to You know They're right. total Young fans of uh, Atlanta United And I, I wanted to bring up A couple points <laughs> mm-hmm. of, of terms That I actually wrote down Not awesome. while I was driving right.
0: It's my favorite game
1: um, Yeah so soccer Atlanta yes. United It, it, it a, means football They won 3-1 to one. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that how you say it?
2: Yeah For the record I was at the game Saturday With my wife it Yeah you took a wife out, Which I thought did. was
0: interesting Yeah Because she was not interested It in
2: was it was father's It was a gift She had to go Aww, the game so, She's
1: the best So the three Back off. Guys that scored goals <laughs> Miguel Almarone Almarone Joseph Martinez and mm-hmm. some other guy, I don't know. But they, they, they describe them as DPs. Mm-hmm. I, d- I don't know what a DP is. Okay, so
2: that is a designated player. There's okay. this term specific for the MLS. That's not something you would hear, say, in English soccer. Okay. The idea, which is something the MLS is actually getting away from right now, is the idea that each team... What what this? It's I'll try to make it succinct. One of the problems with the MLS, which is now 20 years old, by the way, 21 mm-hmm. years old, is they would be more because the league was struggling early on they would be more interested in buying like big name players from other countries Rather than like Trying to build up Their own team Like the idea that The New York teams Would have to get they, Like Beckham came And played for Los Angeles Okay Was he a DP? He was a DP Okay Because he was a designated player The idea is Like you can go way above Your salary structure And bring someone From from like Generally speaking They've been older players From the English leagues Or Bundesliga who, or, Yeah the Bundesliga yeah. Like from the top tier leagues mm-hmm. Who have maybe gotten too old To be at that top Competitive level But are well known To American soccer fans To bring
1: in the crowds
2: To bring in the crowds, okay. right? So, so traditionally speaking, DPS have been people like that, like Beckham, David Villa, with NYCFC, uh, guys like that. They've come in and been like not ringers, but like guys to bring in the crowd. Uh, Terry Henry uh, was uh, the Arsenal star, was like that for the Red Bulls. But what Atlanta has done, one of the reasons Atlanta is so exciting and one of the reasons that people, even that are not Atlanta fans or people just fans of soccer are really excited about Atlanta, what they decided to do with their DPs was not to go, wor- not to worry about Bringing in big names for fans. Instead, they went for these young guys. They went for these guys are all like in their early 20s. They're just kind of coming up as players. So they want to tie them up and get them now on their way up rather than worrying about selling for fans. Oh, okay. So, one of the reasons that Atlanta is so exciting is Joseph Martinez is like peaking as a player when, generally speaking, those DPs are older players to bring in fans. So, that's what's so cool about those guys. So, the Atlanta United is doing mm-hmm. the DP in a way that is generally considered the future of the MLS. The MLS. Is doing a little bit better. They're getting more fans. They're more people like the MLS more. They're now just like I'll just go see David Beckham because I don't care about Scott right, other
1: right. Ones. That's not, It's almost like a, a problem if they were just to come and just see the star because the they're league, not true fans. The league is evolving. The league
2: is evolving. Right, That's exactly right. And Atlanta has the advantage, as we've all seen, to this much bigger fan base in Atlanta to watch Atlanta mm-hmm. than people. Yeah, are. I heard
1: they had forty four thousand. They
2: sold out every game in Bobby Dodd, and they they have the highest attendance in the MLS by far right now.
0: Well, I mean. It, so to, to kind of illustrate this is when I was uh when MLS started I lived in Washington DC so I saw several matches at uh by, at RFK RFK Bobby Bobby Kennedy Stadium yes. right and they had um Freddy right yeah, and it's, right. Freddie Freddie uh, yeah. Uh, so who was like this 14 year old fee- American yeah. phenom right oh, or Nigerian no, he's a, he's he was he, American phenom Nigerian but yeah. right so now even though he is he probably could play MLS or certainly could at the time He'd be putting it. He'd, he'd be putting a development program.
2: He was brought up because he was a gimmick because they needed to sell tickets. Right now, the league is confident. Generally speaking, there are exceptions to this, but the league is generally confident and stable enough. It's going to survive that you can invest in teams. Right. One of the things that the is doing so well is like the the academy teams, the younger teams. Andrew Carlton is probably the most mm-hmm. famous example mm-hmm. of this. Who's from I believe uh, uh, North Robins. Warner,
0: Warner, Warner Robins. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, 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 and. Uh, look at me knowing my Georgia
1: towns. Yeah, what county is it in? I have no idea. Houston. Houston. Um, sorry, Jake Fromm.
0: I think you guys mean Houston. Um, we do not mean. <laughs> I, know, I'm just I, I, I was. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about my my daughter's successes in Lily Lee We will get to that.
2: Uh, but but like they're having like he's 16, but he's like now he, they brought him up through the academy. They're 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 making him a better <laughs> player. It's what the English teams do. They have the Arsenal Juniors, <laughs> they have the Arsenal the, those little teams. They bring <laughs> them up, and that speaks to the. League growing up and the league evolving into something that's closer to the top level leagues. Atlanta is a example of that in a way that's very very successful. And one of the reasons that they've been so good is they have these young exciting DPS as opposed to these older kind of great DPS.
0: So far, and you're 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 very good at this. So um, to draw a comparison for our few fans that pay attention to EPL, Bundesliga, Serie A, uh, La Liga. Where would you say MLS is in in the I mean, clearly they're not quite the EPL Bundesliga, right. probably Serie A, or maybe La Liga. But
1: you're losing me here. Okay,
0: okay, okay. So Bundesliga is German.
1: Okay, that makes EPL sense.
0: is British. Uh, La Liga La is Spain. In Spain and uh, Serie A is Italian. Yes, those so are. So Ronaldo plays for
1: four. La Liga.
2: No, Ronaldo plays for uh, in, the Bundes, in, the, uh, in, the, in the Bundesliga. No, that's German. Serie.
0: A. Serie. Okay. A. So, okay. so <laughs> when you think about the, those are kind of the big four of. Like top SEC
1: Big 12 Big 10
0: More
2: like Think of it as Four MLB leagues And the MLS Is like Double A minor leagues
0: Okay Okay And that's what I was asking So yeah. are they Are they to the point uh, Like Champions League Which is the second level in In British soccer
2: uh, no, that's champion, Championship. Champions League is the one that has...
0: No, I'm sorry. The, championship. Yes. Right, right.
2: the champ, Yeah, Championship and, the, and then uh, League 1 and League 2.
0: They are probably... You think they're between League 1 I and Championship? Than, I think they're better than...
2: I would say they're better than most Championship teams. Okay. I would All say right. that now at this yeah. point. But I don't think... Those Championship teams are very poor. Like, a lot of these MLS teams have money. Yeah. So, like, inevitably they're going to have better players. Yeah. To me, the, the question has always been, can the MLS make enough money to... Justify it being the type of league. If if the MLS had 20 teams like Atlanta United, I don't mean it's currently the current roster of Atlanta United, but constructed like Atlanta United, where they're doing it this way.
0: It'd be incredible. It would be an
2: outstanding league. And And that's what they're working for. Yeah. So that's why people are so excited about Atlanta United. Not just that they're good, and not just that they play a very exciting style of soccer. Though both of those things are true, they
1: are they are exciting. Yeah, me. I mean, but I'll admit it. They're
2: they're very fun, and they and they play like people like watching goals. Like, yeah. like so, it's crazy, right? So this like, is
0: this is turned into the waiting uh, waiting since Saturday morning at yeah, six a.m. Right. on uh, on the NBCSN. Yeah, so I got some other things, yeah, to that but that's me.
2: that's the main thing to take away from that is the DP thing is actually very important to the success of Atlanta United, which is that they are like the Atlanta United is not a fluke. They're not a fad They're not just trying to do a quick one year thing To get you excited and move on They are trying to build something I think in a very smart way That's kind of revolutionizing the MLS.
1: So I also heard them Like when I heard them say That a guy from Atlanta tackled another guy mm-hmm. And then kicked it down Or they didn't say advanced it
3: mm-hmm.
1: Down to the thirds And some. And here's, the, here's the word uh, Almiron made a run on it yeah. So a run is like when you see them like sprinting down the sideline, they call it a run yes. or a runner.
2: Think think of it like a run. Think of it as think of it as one guy's running down the left and he's just hoping someone is making almost
1: a, like a wide receiver. Yeah, think of okay.
2: it like a wide receiver. It's like a long bomb. Actually, think of it more like it's a little bit like a wide receiver and a little bit like a kickoff. Yeah. Where where it is everyone's got their lanes. Someone's making a run down one of their lanes. Like obviously it's difficult because no one's pitching the ball. But like think of it almost like that. Think of it as someone's making a run in a certain space and hoping someone is. He's making a run. That's what he's doing.
0: I assume you have an offsides question. Basically, and and offsides. Offsides is
2: very vexing for early soccer. It, it
0: can be so. It's very confusing. So essentially, essentially is that if a. Player, well, a player cannot be sides if they are making a play on the ball that's already been kicked. So, you lots of times, especially in, in MLS and any any, I guess any league where there is a lot of like pressing the ball, it's not defensive league. What you'll you'll hear him say is they're make, he's making a run on the ball. So basically, someone has advanced the ball from midfield or behind midfield, and when they when they advance the ball, basically they've made a kick that's thirty to fifty yards. Right. And so they're making a run on the ball it means he is past the final defender, which ordinarily would be all sides except the ball had already been kicked. Okay. So when you think of it that way, it's it's almost like covering it's like a combination between a wide receiver covering an onside kick and covering a kickoff.
1: Well, can you can you write a future article Comparing and contrasting the rules of football with soccer, and like the terminology, and putting it into layman's terms on all of us. Football I think the Marquise De
0: Queenberry. Sorry,
1: did that. <laughs>
2: yeah, one of the things that's fun though, because I have to say, like, listen, I'm, I, I don't, can't claim two decades of soccer fandom. Like, I'm relatively new. This has only been in the last six or seven years that I've really gotten into this. <clears> and I did it through a, the way a lot of people do it, which I encourage everyone to do it. If you're not into Atlanta United yet, get into the U.S. national team. Yeah, sure, that to sure. me is
1: an excellent. That's kind of what started drug. me yeah. on it. Because, yeah. you know, I'm like, I'm a patriot. Yeah. I like what pull right. for the U.S. I remember what the U.S. <laughs> I remember
2: what the United States used to be. And I'd like it to be able to uh, to return what, to what it once was, you know, like uh, six months ago. But um, <laughs> the, the idea of you're rooting for, like, they're a great gateway drug because you learn for all the different clubs. Because there's club and country. And country is a very easy thing for a casual fan to get into because they don't play that often. And their games are always big events. You don't have to follow them regularly throughout. But once you get into the national team, then you learn about a Christian Pulisic, which teaches you about Germany, which teaches you about the Bundesliga, which teaches you about all of those things. If you're hesitant to get in Atlanta United and you're just trying to figure it out, I would recommend we are in World Cup qualifying now. It would be an excellent time. follow the U.S. national team. That tends to well, help and, spread
1: out to, uh, to other sites. And
0: speaking of, we took only like our third point ever at L- El Azteca and Mexico, and Mexico uh, like on the road. And so the you're US, talking about
1: the US now. Yes. Yeah. And people are like, well, it's just, man. I did uh, see Mexico. I did that stadium, see that goal. That goal is amazing. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, first off, El Azteca is like, 6,700 7, feet. 7,500 feet. So 7,500 feet above sea level, which yes. means it's higher than Mile High Stadium. And it's got like 90,000 fans there.
2: 90,000 fans. And, they, and like the U.S. support groups are actually literally enclosed in barbed wire. Yes, yes. Like they are – it is an insane atmosphere where the U.S. for 50 years has just – like they basically just like try to get out alive, like literally alive. Every yeah, year. Not, not
0: metaphorically. Yeah,
2: and they're making strides now. And yeah, the, and
0: the man for me, the US. Oh, by the way, is we have Mexico City is like the third most polluted city in the Mar- in the world. Yeah, so for, I
2: mean for now. But, um, yeah, but well, uh, New York's capital. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean you know there's a, now that we're out of Paris, we're gonna
0: have about a no, no no now. no but Chicago that, is all that, no that, wait not and, Pittsburgh and that
1: I'm sure people saw the Michael Bradley goal, but that was yeah that, that was, was awesome.
0: That was crazy. It was actually if you think about how. Um, how to score goals? There was there was a similar goal. I don't remember who it was in the women's World Cup.
1: That's right. Oh yeah, that, that was, scored, the, the, yeah, the, it uh, was it. Was oh, like further away. It was the, the Carly
0: Lloyd. Was Carly Lloyd? That's yeah, right. But Lydon that it was a perfectly shrugged ball. Like yeah. it was it was designed. Basically, he just basically saw the keeper was out at twenty five yards. Right. So I'm going to kick the ball thirty yards and hope it bounces in the goal. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. The
2: Carly Lloyd, which as it was in the World Cup, so it was incredible. I might argue the Bradley goal was a little bit harder, just because yeah. the, the China goal, goal uh, keeper. Was actually kind of out of position. Yeah. The Mexico keeper wasn't. It was just a perfect, perfectly perfect struck shot. ball. It was a
1: great shot by Carly Loy, not to say it wasn't. Great. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. So I, I just want to get into a couple more of these yes, points. Yes, yes. Five stripes, I heard that, talked, I'd that, never heard of that before. Okay, so
2: Five Stripes is actually the nickname for the Atlanta United.
1: Okay. The Five Stripes. I'm guessing they have five stripes they have on their five stripes jerseys. In the
2: jersey. That's, it's literally that simple.
1: Okay. Um, a table, because they said they're going to move up the table. It's the standings. standings. Okay, so they're not standing. It's called a table. Yes. It's, called a
2: table. it's, the standings. Yeah, it's standings. It's all it is.
1: Okay, and then finally, we mentioned this in the last podcast. We got a little bit of Twitter action on this. The ATL chant, we need to champion the UGA chant, because I, I'm a big fan of that. Look. And, 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 and UGA carry mentioned that to my wife when they were hanging out last week in Atlanta, and I completely agree
0: it's a Wait Until like Saturday I think we podcast. should champion this. We need, we need
1: to tweet the marching band. We need to tweet whomever.
0: Yeah, I would be really surprised if somebody doesn't try to do that this year. I mean, wh- what Scott's talking about is, is— Yeah, we should. Okay. Um, I, uh, we will. We
2: have. We already have we, done You're welcome, back.
0: In, in fact, yes. Um, so what Scott's talking about is, so back at last year after um, Iceland made a run in the Euro Cup. They um, – and you should go, you should absolutely YouTube this. They essentially had the entire nation of Iceland show up at this park <laughs> in Reykjavik because there's only 74,000 of them or something. Right. Uh, and it was daylight that day because <laughs> it was summer. And um, they do this thing where it is – I don't know what has got. It's, God, it's a Viking you, chant. It's a Viking chant. I couldn't tell you what it's called. So the Atlanta United has – Adopted that. Mm. and Can you
1: describe what happens?
0: So basically, it's a it's a slow cadence, starts out slow cadence where you the basically do with a drum and you do A. If you're listening to this 1.5, this is going to make no sense. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so
2: you do A. And I don't know how people drum. ever could possibly listen to me on a podcast in 1.5.
0: Oh, I listen to you on 1.4 all the time. <laughs> I talk so fast. No, you around. do. You have to slow you down. So, but you basically, it's A. T. L. and this goes on like for five minutes where you do it really slow and it Pro- speeds up progressively, progressively faster. I'm telling you, UGA 92,000 of your closest friends doing this would kill. It, it would. would kill. Yeah, I think it would require. Uh, it's something that it has it to would- be driven by students. Oh wait a minute, I'm texting. I'm texting Brett. I'm texting Brett at uh, the the Red Coat Band.
2: It's it's going to have to be done by students. Yeah. It's hard to imagine that uh, that dude in his late fifties uh, getting into that chant in the same way. It's going to be hard to even get. But into they fun. do
0: it, if you're going to do it at Bobby Dodd Stadium. Why not do it at Sanford?
2: I, I think it, I, I think it's a great idea. But I mean Scott. I mean you, I trust your judgment on this. Frankly, do you think that a 50 crossover? No, <laughs> but otherwise it's soccer skeptic. Do you think that, that, and you're coming around, but do you think everybody's coming around that, that way? The Georgia fan base uh, is, has come around enough too, because I think it's a great idea, but it does sound sockery.
1: Like it doesn't. Sound I don't, I don't cool. care what it sounds like. I love it. And, I do. I, I, I did too. It, look, look, you can go listen to the podcast. What five, six episodes ago when I am, you know, oh, completely screwed. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you
0: That's know, true. one of the one of the interesting things you say that sounds soccery is that uh, it's Bill better King.
1: than what they play in the stadium right now.
0: Well, there's that. But but so so Bill King this week or last week wrote an article about his top ten games as a Georgia fan. Bill King with the AJC. Mm-hmm. If you don't you don't read AJC anymore, fine. But now, this is the difference between AJC and Dog Nation. Well, it's, it was I mentioned Dog Nation, yeah. but yes. So he um, he talked about the '91 Clemson game, which is the day uh, Atlanta completed their worst to first. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in that and them announcing the I score of the game.
1: I was at uh, Fulton County that day. Yes, I was at Sanford. Are you I talking know. about when Greg Olson jumped into John Swartz's arms?
0: Yes, but I was at I was at Sanford. Georgia was playing Clemson. And, um, I remember like doing the tomahawk chop in Sanford Stadium, so one of the things that's interesting to me is that there is potential for crossover because so many Georgia fans are also Atlanta sports fans Um yep. it's so this is not undoable,
1: and we have Twitter, there's something called social media should make it happen. What we need is we need our five or top five or six Twitter tweeters that tweet so, us. so Bernie <laughs> you J. Carry, yeah. Call him out.
0: Ro Robinson. Yep. Um, oh, he's going to be Jim Wood and Dog Fan. Yeah. Make it happen, guys. Also, no, Dog Fan hates soccer. No.
2: Also, I'm going to list every single person that are, we omitted right there. Yes. And, yes. Uh, okay, so Scott had to cut all of those out. But we, but trust me, we got to every single one of you. Um. So, okay, any more soccer questions?
1: No, I'm done on soccer. Right. I wanted to give a couple of quick thoughts on SunTrust Park. Okay. Because I have been. I have many thoughts. I went to the Georgia Georgia Tech game there, mm-hmm. uh, but it was a college baseball game. It was, You know, like not that many people, 18,000 people there, and I was there by myself working.
0: With 18,000
1: people.
2: It was on the field. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I, I saw you on Instagram stories.
1: <laughs> um, but I, I went to the game with my four children on Saturday. That's the joke. Um, you should lean into it. Yeah, I might as well. I'm going to own it. Um, so Braves Marlins, it was a great game. We thought it was going to rain. It was, it was literally like 97 degrees. It felt like it was on broiler, uh, mode. But was it then, June? Yeah. Are we yeah. in Georgia? But, but we got lucky because the, the clouds came in and it thought, we thought it was going to rain, but it never did, which, uh, kept us there the entire time because my daughter would have, was already saying, when can we go in the second inning? The game was great. They won an extra innings, uh, you know, what 10th inning hit by, uh, Brandon Phillips. Yes. And, um, the thing that I love about SunTrust Park is the kids' entertainment. So if you're going to go there with your kids, there's this whole place like right in center field. They got a zip line, like it's a legit zip line. I, I, I mean, those kids were going probably 20 miles an hour down that zip line. Loved it. And It was only five bucks a kid. Which when they were walking up to it, I was thinking like, yeah, <laughs> how much is this going to cost? You buy
0: half a hot dog for that. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I mean the Coke, half
2: a Hugh Atchison gourmet hot
1: dog. The cokes are about seven fifty, but um, but they got the zip line. They've got the first base run, which is free, and you can race against. Like you can dial up whomever you want to race against. And my, I literally my son's did it twelve times. I was <laughs> like, how do you keep this up? They have a batting cage that's that's you know grooving it in there, but they, it's hittable. And um, in the view from that Xfinity Plaza, yeah, is absolutely stunning you get up there it's about eight flights of steps you get up there they got they were giving us tattoos as you can see i still haven't been no. able to get the tattoo off but um
0: they, I, they told, I, told you that's temporary. temporary they told so 2017 why did yeah, it hurt but, so
1: much but if you if you're considering like you know the traffic might be terrible we went on a Saturday afternoon it was great The parking was very easy um but if you have kids i mean there is no reason not to go to SunTrust Park and in fact when we left the the boys had already started calling it Fun Trust Park.
0: Well, Will, I know you have definite opinions about the location. and yeah, how Yeah, well, ended and we'll get there, to that. Right? Yes,
2: I don't disagree with the word that he said.
0: So I no, and I, I went yeah. for the Georgia Missouri game. It's the only time I've been, and you know there were thirty something thousand people there. I mean, the most attended college baseball yeah. game ever. Uh, <clears throat> and it was general admission, which meant the lower deck was a madhouse. But the, the the things that really struck me about it is that the sidelines from inside the concourse are very much like like Coors Field you can or see. you can see from you anywhere in the lower And you level. don't feel like you're
2: enclosed.
0: Probably Triangle Field was that you you're enclosed, right? You can't right. see what's happening. Right. But it's like it's like I mean you've been to a lot of baseball stadiums. It's just yeah. like Coors or Miller Park yeah. where feels, you can see what's happening. Yeah. It feels it
2: it's funny at its best it feels a little like PNC Park which is yeah. one of my absolute favorite yeah. stadiums. Uh now well, PNC Park can, friend, of, friend of the pod It's a, it's a little
1: bit more uh you know Instagram worthy, yeah. Park.
2: Well, yeah, well, because because Pittsburgh, it's beautiful. Well, Pittsburgh has an actual like city bridge. skyline. Well, there's city in stuff. Field, and that's that's and, where I was going. Yes, with this. and Atlanta has a Hollywood uh, studio set pretending to be a town in Centerfield.
0: Well, you know, Matt Leach, a friend of the pod, Matt Leach, uh, was talking about how much it's like. City Field yeah. and yeah. I'm City Field, City Field, yeah. yeah, City Field in New York, which is where the Mets play. Which
2: he saw as a little bit more of an insult than I, I saw because I actually really love City Field.
0: Well, I think I'm, yeah. I've only been to City Field once, yeah. but it was pretty cool. Yeah, and it's, but I can't disagree with. It. I mean, yeah. yeah, you can see it.
2: Well, it's like City Field; it is a neighborhood ballpark, neighborhood ballpark. in the middle of something that's not an actual neighborhood. And, and that's
0: park. that's where I was going next. Yeah. Is that. As the logistics gets worked out, because I was not a fan of how long it took to get there and how long it took to get out there, I think it has potential to become more. Now, one of the things that's interesting to me, and you and I have talked about this a little offline, is that, um, I'm, I'm sorry, that part of Mary area is Atlanta. It, <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a river between Atlanta proper, but if you ask anybody not from Atlanta where that stadium is, it's in Atlanta. Right? I'd say Smyrna. It's yeah. Smyrna. No, 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 no. If you ask anyone... See, you're from Tucker, right? And you say you're from Tucker. You don't say you're from Atlanta.
1: No, actually, I say I'm from Stone Mountain.
0: Well, you're saying from Stone Mountain, right? But if you ask anyone from... Winder, where you're from? You're from Atlanta. You ask anyone from Patterson, where you're from? You're from Atlanta. You ask anyone from New York, where you're from? Wait, you're from you're, saying, you're
1: saying but, somebody from Winder says they're from Atlanta? No,
0: I'm saying someone from someone from Winder thinks you're from Atlanta, oh. Richard from Stone Mountain. The yeah, same I way, guess. if you're from Hinsdale in mm-hmm. you're Chicago, you're from Chicago. If you're from...
1: All right, so where are you going with this?
0: But my point is, is that the. Over time, I think we're going to find, and we can talk about mm. we can talk about the Braves practices. And I I still I do not disagree with Will about it. Yeah, well,
2: we can how, get to that, but I want to just stick to your point because I, I'm I'm interested in. It. I,
0: I, yeah, okay. So um, I don't think the there is a lot that have been made about that stadium not being quote unquote in the city of Atlanta. And I'm sorry, it's Atlanta.
2: Okay, and that may be true. I again, as far as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I understand that, um, but. It's not like there's nothing else out there. Like there's nothing else out there.
1: The, the Galleria. I'm the, I'm, I'm yeah. putting planning my tongue firmly in my right. cheek.
2: I mean, there's there's a fake little town that they put out there. This is it. Reminds me they'll, so much. They'll build it. Okay. Up. They say that. They will, said that. They said will. that. In Gwinnett too. Remember.
0: Well, they said that in Gwinnett. This is the Gwinnett plan, right?
1: Well, they They're, got MaLa Georgia across the way.
0: Without getting into the election tomorrow, yeah, malls will, are
1: booming right now. We 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 drive in, in Georgia. We don't take. Cabs and, and trains. My,
0: my, my point is is that if you were to if you were to pin someone down and say do you consider where you live if you live let's say you live three miles from the stadium. They'd which is Marietta. Marietta, right? But it's Marietta. Where do you say you live, Marietta. But Really, where do you live? I live in Atlanta. But if you if you no. want to go to New York, where do you live? Absolutely. I, I if you if York, you take that person to you take that person to New York, they say they I don't understand why Atlanta. this is relevant to the stadium. Yeah, yeah. What, what's but, the big deal? Well, th- my point is is that there's been a lot made in the national media about that stadium not being in, in the city of Atlanta, and, I, and I've but been back and okay. forth about it. I've been back and forth about this. I agree, it's okay.
2: See, I would argue. My argument would be: here's a question for you guys, that you guys know the it's 15
1: miles from Turner Field. When
2: is the last time? Before you went to SunTrust Park, you were within three miles. You—I don't mean you drove by it, but you were literally went somewhere, which which within a three mile radius of where SunTrust Park
1: is. I, about a month ago, when I went to my uncle's house, you're asking the, the wrong. guy okay, you are asking, asking, asking the wrong people. Okay,
2: but the average person, like, mm-hmm. do you have relatives
0: there? Is that no, why you no, go there? No. But, but yeah, what, you, we can talk about why they moved the stadium there. But my point is, is that to the random. Baseball fan, what's the difference between driving to, to Turner Field and going to SunTrust? Because it's nearly the same distance from the state from the airport, right? Yeah,
2: but uh, but is, is the average traffic? Are the people that are going to baseball games are not coming in for the? If you're counting on airport traffic to get you to baseball, the problem, the my problem with it, it would make more sense. You see this in the NHL. I've talked about this with the NHL. The analogy I used when I wrote about SunTrust Park, which, for, to be very clear, uh, to use a, t- a Tony term, um, <laughs> I agree with everything that you said about SunTrust Park. I think it is really nice. It is really lovely. The sidelines are terrific. Uh, I, find, I have a couple... I don't – I find it very strange – not to get political. I find it very strange that they double down the, on the tomahawk chop. They have like an honorary tomahawk <laughs> thing. It's very I, I, strange.
1: Yeah, don't. Whether you would like the tomahawk – I can't start. I can't start. There a guy, guy dressed as Chief Nakahoma. Yeah. Are you serious? First. Yeah. Yes.
2: I mean like whether you – listen.
1: They have hats that say bring Chief Nakahoma yeah. back. I saw two like, guys we wearing we can
2: them. argue – listen. We can all have an argument about – The Washington Gun Tankers. Right. Like listen. We can all – we, we may disagree on whether or not uh, uh, that's acceptable or whether it's okay. That's really beside the point.
1: But that went away 20 years ago. The Nobody direct, it.
2: That, that's the point. Is that, like, the direction literally everything in American society is going is, like, like the Cleveland Indians Chief Wahoo is going to be gone in a year.
1: But they got rid of Chief Nogahoma 20 years ago. 20 I know, but the ago.
2: point is, that, like, I'm not talking about Chief Nogahoma. I'm talking about the Tomahawk the Tom- 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 H- chop. Talk to the Florida State. They do it. Yeah, but, I mean, there is a difference there. Like, they do actually work with the Seminole Tribe, and, like, they actually, like, have... Like, the Seminole Tribe is in Dalhassie. Like, this is just something... So that we would have
1: renamed to the Atlanta Braves to their... No, I'm
2: not saying that. But what I'm saying is, it's one thing to be, like... Tomahawk Chop is part of the Atlanta Braves culture. That's fine. I get it. I don't like it. But whatever. If it's a part of the thing, it will
1: It's because the, the Braves and Cardinals have the same record. That's why you don't like it.
2: No, I didn't. Trust me. <laughs> <you>. I didn't <laughs> it like is. it. Mark The Cardinals were, were wiping the floor with the Braves for a very long time, <laughs> I assure you. Though that does suck. That You mentioned that. That, um, that
1: was definitely an infield fly also. But, uh,
2: no, it wasn't. Um, but uh, actually, it was. You're right. It was. Uh, it was right. What are you I'm about? sorry. <laughs> I <it wasn't. laughs> <saying>. ah. <laughs> was going to say. You totally you psyched me out. Um, anyway, the point is, is that... It, I, listen, if you don't have a problem with Tom top that's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with you if you don't have a problem with Tom top chop. However, it is strange that the Braves have are basically treating the honorary chop start like it's the seventh-inning stretch at Wrigley Field. Hi. That is not the direction that all of this stuff is going now, and it's something that I suspect is going to be a problem with them. With MLB down the line, it's weird that they've institutionalized that. To me, the smart thing for them to do is to do what the Indians are doing, which is to say, listen— we know fans like it, so we're not going to take it away from them. Like Illinois' example of some of them taking away something the, the fans like. Yeah. Like they liked Chief Illini Wick, and they took it away, and there was a backlash. Now people like use it as like a protest Ooh. thing. The, the Braves, a the smart play for the Braves is to say if you're going, no one's going to stop you from doing the tomahawk chop. It's part of our culture. If you want to do it, that's fine. But it was weird to start. Like this would seem like a new stadium to take a step back and be like, okay, if they're going to do it, that's fine. But it's weird to institutionalize it. That's not really. Issue though, we're off topic. Of I, you know what?
1: what to what? be to, to be frank, I was sitting there, I don't even pay attention to the tomahawk chop anymore. I, I do it as much as I do the wave, which is never,
2: yeah.
0: So, you know, there's, there's I mean,
1: definitely the kids, the kids that. are doing
0: yeah, this. You know. Well, where, where I was going with this is that there's been a lot in the national media, and I, I don't. Uh, maybe I'm including you in this, Will. There's been a lot of conflating mo- the, the, the Braves' move to Cobb County as some sort of referendum about something, right? And, and let's be clear. Let, is, and we it we can talk about and it 100% once, right? There, were a lot of, there was a lot of stuff about that, mm-hmm. that that had to do with that. And it's uh, the
2: opposite of what literally every other town is doing. Like, I just came back from Detroit.
0: Right. right, No, it's – They are doubling
2: Everybody's Everybody is actually going to cities now.
0: But my point – my point is – well, the point I was trying to make is that the city of Atlanta is complicit in this because they refused to work with the Braves and – Refused to work with the Braves or refused to give them the stadium that Cobb County was willing to give them? Refused to work with the Braves on how they were going to handle what happened around Turner Field. Now, now – I agree with you. Definitely taking the Braves' viewpoint. I agree with you that they were never the city of Atlanta was never going to give the Braves. The stadium that Cobb County was going to give them.
2: Or the city, ca- the county board. The of, county board. Actually, those <laughs> not seven. the those seven, people, county, those seven people. Those seven people. Yeah, not the And, of and
0: of let's Cobb be clear, the the Braves have printed the template on how to do that. Yes, right? With, with their minor league teams. With sure. the minor league teams. Yeah. Uh, that, and again, I, I repeat they've, they've this every it, time.
2: It's one thing to do with the Cobb County, it's nothing to do with it to a poor, dirt-poor town in Mississippi. Right. Which they, is what they've, they've done with they, They've
0: done it in Mississippi, they've done it in Rome, they've done it in Gwinnett.
2: Gwinnett's a. I mean, like, I love going to Gwinnett for these games. Yeah. But like, that's going to lose money on that. Yeah.
0: But having said all of that, you can't. What's frustrating me about this is that that story gets told a lot without talking about how the city of Atlanta refused to believe that the Braves would actually pull that trigger.
2: I mean, I think that, I agree, but I don't, I think that, not to get back to St. Louis, but St. Louis is a city that I think has wised up on this.
3: Oh, 100%. More and
2: more cities wising up on this. St. Louis, St. Louis wants an MLS team. Desperately. Like, they're really angry. Do the they, they want club. an
0: NFL team or they no? They don't want the NFL. Mm-hmm.
2: Screw the NFL. But they want an MLS team, but they're not willing to just give, give a away. Give everything away, yeah. And they voted it down twice now. They voted up a transit system that would allow people to move around the town, actually something that would invest and help people. But they did not, like, when, I. this is, I can't be more clear about this. When you pay for a tax increase or a bond increase or any sort of hotel tax for these teams to build stadiums, you are saying, we are just going to give you money that is not going to come back to us, that you are going to take. We are giving
0: billionaires money for yeah, well, for just free money. I, I don't I, – I can't argue with that part <laughs> because I – I mean – like how, uh, I
2: mean, as a, it, since it, how, in '89, this is a Cobb
0: County. In '89, in '89, I was telling, I was telling, um, I was clear. I would, I would have given Falcons the directions to go to Live Oak and turn, turn left. Yeah. You'll find Jacksonville. And you're seeing more and more cities, just particularly
2: as they get in more dire straits. Like St. Louis is a very poor city right now, and they're just like, <laughs> "Screw you! We're not going to go pay you for a pay a new stadium." Yeah. And to me, that is, I, I agree that Atlanta did not work with the Braves. But what they were asking from the Braves, like, look what the Braves got on Cap County. That's what they were asking for. Like, that's what they were asking for. And Atlanta said, we're not going to give it to you. And so then somehow this turned into the city of Atlanta was not going to give us what we wanted. When the fact is, Cobb County gave them this, this terrible deal that was never put up to a public vote, that no citizen of Cobb County ever got to vote on whether or not they were willing to give that money to this faceless corporation that this is my promise Central Park. Because I really like it. The problem is everyone keeps saying, well, when they get everything figured out, it's going to get better. It's already nice. Yeah. It, the stadium's nice.
0: No, no.
1: The whole area around no, it. No. Will's talking about what I said a minute ago. They have ago. a bowling alley outside of it. That's awesome. Outside of the SunTrust? Yes. And is it? Is,
0: is a well, bowling alley make it awesome?
1: They have that grassy knoll that's not real grass. Yeah, and, you can they, watch and they have the
2: theater. They have a lot of stuff over there. I, I, there's yeah, no question.
1: There's, and that, that beats the pants off of, Tur- off of Turner Field. Yeah, but
2: that's such a narrow way to look at it.
1: My kids loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: had a great time. Well, yeah, you're not a citizen of Cobb County. No, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> but, like, imagine having to, like, how often are you going to go to a game from Athens?
1: I don't know. Four times. Four times during times, a, right? a season. Right. Yeah.
2: Like, like this is this is what, this back to my original argument.
1: One was for talk- each kid.
2: <laughs> this goes back to my original argument that's talking about Phoenix, but the idea that Phoenix. Yes, Phoenix. Phoenix has the Arizona Cardinals. They play out in Glendale. Okay. They play there eight games a year. Glendale is really far away. It's someplace that no one would ever go in any other context outside of an Arizona Cardinals football. Well, there's a
0: mall, but yes, <laughs> yes.
2: But it turns out great because oh who wait cares? a minute, it's that's what you mean. Yeah, it's eight games a year. However, the hockey team that also plays out there is collapsing because people don't like. They're not going go to go out there on a Tuesday night to go. They're not going to go out there like. Well, you go out there on a Tuesday night
1: to the watch Braves a game? game. Yeah, no, I'm going to go on a Saturday or Sunday. Right.
0: It's exactly. interesting. It's interesting you brought that up because. I mean, Will is just echoing everything I just said as what's, what's wrong with this. And the thing that I will tell you that is the most problematic about the SunTrust about the move, the, the move uh, the Braves to Cobb County, is that he's right. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go yeah. to Marietta on a Tuesday night. I mean, it's is, it, is, it, is, it me. is it possible? Is it possible? If it's a playoff game. Yeah, it's a playoff, a playoff game. You're gonna you go to yeah yeah, yeah. Or, or you know no, late I would, season. I, would, I mean, I would, I would go to I'd go to Dallas for that Dallas, Georgia. Yeah. Um, so, but you know the 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 reality is is that um, I don't think it's as simply as saying, well, they moved to Cobb County because of X, Y, and Z. But I cannot disagree with the point that they did not help themselves as far as long term attendance goes. i mean and, frankly short term attendance
1: is not great
0: no it's not great like, it's not, it's not great. terrible it's better than it is was is it last bad
1: year? to say that i really don't care i mean i mean i really don't i mean well, i'm but, a, i'm but, a fan of the team but, i don't care you know i have friends that live in Cobb county i have friends that live in atlanta you know, I it's it's entertainment for me. I put it on Fox Sports when they're on, I turn it off when I don't want to watch them, and I go to the game four times a year. Right.
2: But but it, and, and I understand that and I yeah. and frankly as a resident of Athens I feel the same way yeah. personally. But these things are actually bigger than us. Well, I know like, they
1: are. I know I should care, but I kind of don't.
2: Well, Okay, well then I think that that's fine, and I, uh, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: But and but I, well, I, I, I don't care in the best way. <laughs> you know,
0: like <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I, I guess I can say I mean, this there's, is the ultimate debate about sports, though. Like, like, right. is it a
2: is it a centrally located thing that just happens matters to you?
1: I care more about what happens seven miles that way at Sanford Stadium and what they're going to do there. Yeah, but because you live here. Exactly. But there and are have,
2: so many more people living live in Atlanta than live in Athens. And I'm
1: sorry they choose to live in a terrible I, I, I you know, would, I would spot. They're I would venture horrible. to say— I used though, to live over there. It's The traffic's terrible.
0: I mean, I would venture to say that within the confines of the metropolitan area of Atlanta, there are more people that care about what happens seven miles from here <laughs> that happens at the confluence of Windy Hill fair. and Seventy Five. I think that's fair,
2: but that—that's the larger point, though. Is—is is if you putting a football stadium in Smyrna to me makes so much more sense than putting a baseball stadium. In. Really, it does,
0: because you can go out there. Eight oh, I guess I year. guess eight, eight,
2: instead, of eight of year, instead of seventy something. Yeah,
3: eight.
2: like that's the issue. Is like this is what I mean. This is why I keep going back to Phoenix. Like that football – like nobody cares that it's a pain in the ass to get out to Glendale during football. Coach, you don't do it eight times a year on or ten,
0: twelve and, times yeah, a year, and like right? who cares?
2: But on a Tuesday night, no one's going to go to a two Like there are there are no NFL football games on Tuesday night, though. Eventually, if there like, will be. Sure. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> anyway, I know we've gotten too much of this topic. I would recommend anyone go to Sanchez Park. You should go. It's an excellent park, I and then care. make your
1: own decision.
2: Well, um, I I don't think anyone's going to disagree that it's a nice stadium. It's just that, no, you're not, you're just not going to go back there that often because No, I'm not, I'm out. not going over there Of course not, but this is, the, this is my point <laughs> This is my point, people are just not going to go over there But
1: if somebody calls me with tickets and a parking pass, I might consider it On a Tuesday night Yeah, that's how, that's how I ended up going on Saturdays I might call me with tickets and a parking pass, I'm like, yeah I'm I'm there. I will uh,
0: I will yeah. call you, you. Should leave on you should leave on Monday afternoon.
1: Yeah,
2: I will yeah. call you on nine o'clock on, the, on yeah. the Wednesday morning after you go on Tuesday and see how you and
1: I I used to live in. it is in traffic? I mean I know I know some back roads. I used to live in this cob. So um, all right, so, there back roads. There are back. Oh, there are back there there, There's back roads.
0: I mean, it's not like Mattoon to.
2: Name a town. <laughs> there is no main road; it's just backroads. Okay, next, let's
1: go. Well, uh, I, I kind of guess we'll end the podcast here. But Why? We're not. We're not just going to do a cold ending and saying thanks for listening, go dogs. We'll do that in about five minutes. Yes, I've got. Oh, that's so cute. I've got some random questions for y'all. That just over the past couple of days, stream of conscious. I go in my notes app because I love my phone so much. Um, so these really have no rhyme or reason. It has nothing really. Well, it kind of has a little bit to do with what we're, we've talked about, just by coincidence.
2: Are these rhetorical questions or are these like
1: yes/no trivia? I questions? think
0: they have to be rhetorical. If we're think, getting out of here in five yeah, minutes. Yeah,
1: I think you'll be able to figure it out pretty quickly. And okay. I'm just going to start right here. Twitter has a new interface. If you updated your app, do you like it? Yay or nay? Because y'all are big on Twitter. Yes. Well, I mean, bigger than me. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm big at a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, have you di- Have you updated your app? Yeah. I, Do you uh, like the new Twitter interface? Whatever. Seriously, whatever. I hate it, by the way.
2: I would say that like like with every Twitter change or really any change on any social media app or any app at all, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Oh, I'm used to it. Yeah. This I'm is it. great. No, I never think it's I, great. I, I, I just, Twitter is ruining the planet. But, uh, but I will say that the interface itself is... Uh, um, it's fine. I was annoyed with it for like a day, and now I'm just used to it. And okay. that's what will happen with uh, the next update. That's
1: what I wanted to know. Yeah, what he said. Last week in the U.S. Open, the golf championship, United States Golf Association happened. Some some guy named Bruce Kepka or something yes. won it. Is that his name? Kepka? I literally no, had never
0: Justin heard of Justin Thomas won it.
1: Yet. Okay. No, I think no, it was, was Kepka. Kepka. Yes, okay, knows? so my question is, how many minutes slash hours did you watch the U.S. Open on Fox? Zero. Zero.
0: Well, I take that back. I watched it for like ten minutes on Saturday afternoon.
1: I watched it for about fifteen minutes on Sunday afternoon. I mean, that's and I saw halt,
0: more of Holly but Saunders than that's <laughs> anything else. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not going there.
1: Um, but, 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 yeah, but well, the I just did. I, I can't. I cannot even critique the Fox broadcast because it was so. It was so underwhelming. The leaderboard. You know. Yeah, you had Sergio. Yeah, you had Ricky. But. That's Other not than that, see.
0: Here's the thing, In in this drives me crazy. The whole and I get why you get that way about how Underwood and Linderborn was. This is a but, common
2: thing, by like many people are upset with Fox right about golf. Right. Well, I
1: I, I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't. Even I have not watched it, but from what I understand, they
0: didn't show enough hardcore golf, golf fans. They sh- did not very show upset enough golf. This is golly. U.S. freaking Open. Show golf. Right. They spent so much time with Holly Saunders, and there's two clowns in and Paul the studio. And well, I like Paul Azinger. I know, but he, he talked like, a lot. Yeah. I like Paul Azinger. Uh, hey, but, a, um, big
1: Florida State guy.
0: This is a great story. i would tell you all later. So, um, but, but it's just Paul's like. Paul
2: is his fourth child.
0: <laughs> his fourth child. So, um, but no, but honestly, they, they spent too much studio time. Look, it's the US Open, show golf. Okay.
2: Show off.
1: I agree. And, I, and and what
2: I really missed was Clay Travis popping up and having something to say. About did he, he talk on it? Well, he's no, he's on Fox Sports 1. God. Oh, okay. Did you hear his theory that LeBron James made up the racial slurs on the front of his uh, – No, but I, I do – no,
1: and I, and I don't really – yeah, I don't really have an opinion about that. But I did like how LeBron finally just shaved his head completely. About
2: time, yeah, right? It, it was
1: time. It was
0: <laughs> it time. Was, it's, a, it's way over From time. us balds, we appreciate
1: yeah, it. It was time. So, um, okay, another question. The College World Series is going on right Wait now.
2: Wait a minute.
0: U.S. Open, Brian Harmon, damn good yeah. dog, finished second. Finish second. So it We're, was compelling.
2: so last thing, I think next year I'm going to go to the U.S. Open. Nice. Because my uh, wife's father uh, is a member of Shinnecock. Is he really? And he has been inviting me for years to go to the U.S. Open, and we we always thought about in 2018. He's going to actually be there. He's actually. Hey, quick question, real quick. I promise. Hold on. Question the golf people. Question the golf people. I, this is a referendum because I don't play golf at all. And We're gonna fix that. Really We're like gonna fix that. We're not going to fix it. Um, but I will say this. Here's my question to golf people, if people that listen. who love golf. My father-in-law, member of Shinnecock, there all the time. Has a house nearby, in, uh, nearby where Shinnecock is. Asked me when I fir- when I was starting this year. Tell
0: the where for Shinnecock is so they'll know. It's
2: yeah. It's in it's in Long, it's in it's in, uh, it's in Long Island. It's in New York. It is in uh, it's on the Hens in the Hamptons essentially, and um, very fancy pants. And he asked me if I wanted to play Shinnecock when I was serious with my wife, and I told him thank you, Robert. I appreciate the offer. Oh, so you got to accept. And oh I said no. Oh my god. And I said here's why I said no. And this is, and for the record, I am O for a lifetime. And he let
1: you marry her after you said no. <laughs> uh,
2: he,
1: the
0: proletariat must. I don't know.
2: No, that, not far from that. I mean, golf <laughs> is a waste of land that could be well, used for go. actual I've civic projects.
1: I've, I've got a podcast you can listen to. Yeah. Too.
2: I mean, like you could like imagine the good civic works we could use that we're wasting on golf.
1: Courses. And that's it for this. But that's uh, 88 88 episode of discussion. That's a different press. discussion.
2: But my argument, what I said to him, I was like, listen, I appreciate that. We have but, a lot
1: of golf fans, listening. but I
2: will say, I don't play golf at all. And it seems to me it would be offensive in the same way that someone that hates baseball but got to go run around Yankee Stadium. Nobody hates baseball. People hate baseball. No. And someone that hates baseball getting to run around Yankee Stadium, to me, I'd be like, oh, no, that should be for, like, a baseball fan. So take that time. I appreciate the offer. But you should... I, A, I would just hit nothing but divots and destroy this beautiful this this beautiful course. You should give this to someone who would appreciate it because I feel like it would be offensive mm. for me to play on this beautiful course because not only would I be terrible, but I don't actually like the game. Can, so that's why I turned it down.
0: Can I get Robert's number? <laughs> well,
1: uh, look, you got to You got to. I mean, it's it's be like if someone asked you to play Augusta. I mean, you can't turn that down. Would you turn down Augusta? I
0: would turn
2: down literally any golf course. <laughs> I would turn down the par three next to uh, my You could
1: borrow my clubs and go play Augusta.
2: But see, the, to me, that would be a desecration of
1: no, Augusta. No, no. To you, have me go look, play Look, take it. your camera. Take your phone to get some pictures of you standing on you But know, I would literally be like, I Amen am bored. This
2: game is a waste of land. What am I doing here?
1: All right, I'm going to go to the next question. I'm <laughs> um, literally over here crying. <laughs> the, the College World Series is going on. I found this interesting. Uh, Florida State Senate mm-hmm. and Mike Martin has been coaching there since 1980. I was four years old. In 1980 I just turned 41.
3: Congratulations.
1: They have been to 16 college world series. And he's been there 37 years. I can do math. I can't do military time but I can do math. Can can you guess what their record is in 16 years Mike Martin? 0 and 37. No, for at the college. He's been there 16 times. O and oh, I'm sorry. 0-74. four. <laughs> o, he's Owen 16 <laughs> Is so, he really? So my question is, will they win it this year? They've already lost one.
0: No. No, they're done.
1: They're done. They're, probably, be,
2: done, they're probably done by the time of this. Party. No, no you they, have won, to win they won today. Okay. You had to win. You have to they win at least your
1: first game. All right. Um, so the, do you think uh, – here's MLB question. Do you think the Braves will trade Matt Adams when the trade deadline comes and Freddie Freeman comes back? Yes, I think that
2: was probably part of the plan all along. Because
1: yeah. he is raking it right yeah. One of I think it's very
2: frustrating as a Cardinals fan who traded MCU guys for basically, as literally as the Cardinals GM put it, a lottery ticket. That's actually what he actually called the, what the Cardinals got back. It's very frustrating because, A, the Cardinals need offense right now, they have the same records as the Braves. But also, the Braves just.
1: It's did, like they're flipping a house, or
2: yeah, something. they just did this with Shelby Miller. Like they just yeah. killed the Cardinals wow. <laughs> on this, and now to do it again, it's very frustrating.
0: Yeah, I think I think that, I hundred percent he's going, and yeah, someone
1: and, will take it. We're, we're going to get some something pretty good. For yeah,
0: I, I'm assuming six or seven Miller relievers.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, the, I'm going to end this on two uh, UGA questions. Uh, prediction. Make it quick. UGA's next team to win an SEC championship will be.
0: Man, it's hard to do that without like getting into fall predictions, right? No,
1: no, no. I'm not saying football. UGA's next team to I'll win. I'll SEC start softball. I would say.
0: I
2: would say. Uh, I think it, well, men's basketball. I would say gymnastics
1: or softball. Win. When?
0: when? next year. Those are spring okay. sports.
1: Okay, 2018. Tony.
0: Women's basketball. Win. Next
1: year, okay, twenty. Yeah, I'm
0: worried about women's basketball. I'll confess, um, yeah, me, me too. I, I can't go with it. I can't go with gymnastics.
1: How about this? UJ's next team to win a national championship will be equestrian. When? Equestrian next, next year. <laughs> next year. Okay, <laughs> right, equestrian. So that's kind of. I
0: mean, equestrian.
2: look, there's like eleven equestrian teams. Look, no, one of them is like Fresno State. <laughs> but
0: like <laughs> I, said what an hour and twenty seven minutes ago. I wasn't going to say we, we weren't do predictions. I mean. Is there a chance Georgia wins the SEC championship this year? Yeah. No, in football. I, oh, 100%. I mean, there's I mean a chance. I mean, look, you know, it, it, look, Bill Conley says all this all the time on his podcast uh, that you, you you have to make the championship game in order to have a chance to win, right? So Georgia is the odds-on favorite to win the East. So uh, I don't
1: know. Okay, so you're going to change your answer. That's fine.
0: No, I'm not changing my answer. I'm just
1: saying. We, we're, um, we're just not getting into football.
0: We, I just can't. That's it's fine. June, we,
1: haven't, we haven't really been into football all It's all June 30th. Podcasts.
0: Why have you not put this yeah. out yet?
1: So this, uh, and, and those, <laughs> are, those are fine. <laughs>
2: I was actually going to make that joke earlier. they like, here we are on
1: June 2nd. Very excited to be doing our podcast. <laughs> My kids are in camp tomorrow. I'll get it out tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're not downstairs playing Lord of the Flies no. with your four kids. There's nothing quite
1: like, by the way,
0: us being
2: the two Uh, We we
0: walk out of here We're done with Uh, this (laughs) I've forgotten Come
1: on Scott What's up man We're the podcast I know (laughs) It's it's turning into A good little career for me Well (laughs) so
0: You know We are now On our 88th podcast Yes And unless One of us does Some like One off thing Or we decide to get together We've done our last one for the season. Yeah, this, this is,
2: is the end of season two.
1: Because I think we generally
2: we start season three with we start then we're starting to gear up. We right, start talking right. About It'll be a
1: lot more serious. Yeah. Lot. We'll start
2: talking SEC. Will it? I think Will last it? time. Yeah. Yeah. I think if memory more, serves last year. Last year we started with the SEC West. Then we started with the SEC East. Then we started doing some national stuff. Like by the time you get into July.
1: This starts actually getting together. Yeah. pretty Yeah, because we won't be back on on our podcast till sometime in July.
0: Well, I mean, we're two weeks away from July fourth, which means we're three and a half weeks away from All Star, right. which you're going to again, mm-hmm. of okay, course. Yeah. Um, my, my first ever trip to that stadium. Oh, awesome. awesome! You check that one off. Check that one off. I got so, two, I
2: have two left after that.
0: Uh, so I mean, I think it's appropriate as we wrap up the our our, our the season sure. on on episode eighty eight that you it it's. It's hard to say after you know the 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 season we had in fifteen sixteen and then the season we had uh, season we're looking towards next year that we've had anything like really great right and we've had a, I mean fifteen season we look on paper if you just look back twenty five years from now like oh, that's a pretty good season right. You know, it's also not hard to say. Uh, well, Blutarski's fond of making fun of the, the throwaway season meme, but you know, as we move into seventeen, um, it, some interesting stuff could happen because we come up. We're returning eighty something percent of our tackles. Uh, when I say tackles, I don't mean <laughs> offensive <laughs> <That's a> tackles. <laughs> I mean the tackles made. People getting tackled. Right? We're returning. 100% of our rushing yards or something 107% of our rushing yards uh 100 107% of our passing yards um I mean there is potential there if this were not if this team were not branded Georgia yeah. if if you were to just look at this team and think okay this is random college football team you have a lot of reason to be excited about what can happen in 2017 and as we move forward into July and August, it's going to be hard to temper those expectations.
2: Yeah. I agree. I agree. We're going, to, we're going to be getting excited soon. And spoiler alert, but I I have a feeling this is going to be – I often feel like I'm like the pump the brakes guy a yeah. little bit. I'm a little worried. We'll throw that I'm away. i <laughs> so. uh, I feel like it's part of my job. I'm the guy that didn't pick us to beat Alabama. Like, I feel like that's part of my job.
0: Don't go back and listen because Will so picked us to beat Alabama.
2: I fi- no,
1: nobody's listening now. It's an hour and 15 I minutes. I find
2: up. myself excited about yeah. the season. But mostly, I find myself excited to do another season of the podcast with you two fine gentlemen and these wonderful listeners that are listening to every podcast.
0: Yes, in all honesty, thank you all for listening, all 47 of you, and, and seven of them are, are my wife.
2: <laughs> my wife didn't listen to this show.
3: <laughs>
2: me neither.
0: That's the only time... It's, wait, it's,
2: you don't listen? No, you no, no doesn't my listen, wife... listen
0: all four of you. No, 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 no. The only time my wife ever listens to me is the show. The rest of the time, she ignores <laughs>
2: there me. We go. She starts talking to her. She's like headphones.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry. I got... Uh, Will's, on. Will's on
2: again. wait to hear Will's what again. talking about. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good. Also, here's my last question. Is this our last show here, or will we be... No,
1: here? no. We're going to have a couple more here. Yeah. We'll July more. and August will be... Well, no.
2: Yeah, August first, July. Actually, July.
1: actually, August. We might be going to Tony's or your place. Yeah, because I'm be been in my house. In <laughs> Maybe we do
2: another Rook and Poncho. That might be fun. No, that, that would, would be, be great. cool. Actually, shout That'd out to, to fun... Tim
1: Kelly. Yeah. Um, yeah, go listen to his new podcast, The Rook and Pondcast. Yeah, the, the, you know, that's a games. great
2: show. It's just the, the, my problem is the way it's produced.
1: Yeah, it's well, too good.
2: It's, it's too good. There we
1: go. It's
0: I mean, we could only get some of that produced by yours truly.
2: Uh, you know, I can, do like this for the record I do listen to the, the Rook and Pond podcast. Yes, yes. Yeah. And we, and yeah, we maybe, political maybe, guy. Maybe they'll
1: invite us on. Yeah. It, it got it, very political. Yeah, and yeah. we can, we you had life on there? Yeah, That's awesome. true.
0: Life, Jerome. I yeah, love yeah. that guy. Yeah. Uh and we could do it at my house. We my actually my basement should be done by August. And if I'm, I'm not probably a, flooded right I'm now. I'm gonna, gonna be rain trouble in trouble with my wife. No, we're we're done with water. I think
2: Rook and Pond would be a fun we'd do one Rook and Pond warm up show. We can do any we we got we got plans. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Yeah, right. but mostly right. glad to be back. This is the June show. Some, of my wife was asking it's like, you guys are doing a show. In June, but we like we got to keep the the pump. Yeah, why well, would we do yeah. one in
0: June? We got to keep Absolutely. the pump prime. College football doesn't die exactly, <laughs>
2: and uh, because pretty soon.
1: We're and neither does serious. this episode.
2: Yes. <laughs> so okay, here's another question: Can oh, someone yeah. calculate pi? <laughs> I'd
1: like to see someone. If calculate you can tell, pie. I'm trying to get them You're to right, end one, this because I got to edit five, it.
0: Four, five, nine, six, seven, seven, six. Why three, it's two, June four. third? When's this thing going up, Scott?
1: <laughs> I can edit that out. I'm just glad you didn't curse on this episode. biggest... I
2: did almost say. That is I the, the comments, biggest pain. Whoa, dude. <laughs> I'll, just,
3: I'll just end it. That's 1. an easy
2: 67. killer. That's yeah. an easy killer. Okay. All right. So let's murder a man in his sleep. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, dogs. Go, dogs.
1: And thanks so much for listening. Our next show should come out sometime in July. That will be the start of our season three. And it'll be very Georgia football and college football centric. We'll break down the SEC West, the SEC East, and a select few national storylines. So make sure you're subscribed to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you're going to subscribe, why not leave us a rating and review on iTunes? They definitely help our podcast become more discoverable by new fans. At least that's what I'm led to believe by reading the headlines at Apple. Uh, Nevertheless, we'd love to hear your feedback anytime you want to leave it. Let's see what else. Uh, You can follow us on social media. It's always at WSLS Podcast. That goes for Instagram or Twitter and even Facebook. We're on all three. So enjoy your summer. College football will be here before you and I know it. And we'll be seeing you all on campus when it gets here. Have a great rest of your week. And as always, go dogs.